from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. That's right. It is The Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. I've been waiting a long time to say this. I'm Tim Donnelly, and we are live. Like I said, feels like we've been putting this show together for a very, very long time. Myself, Dennis Cox here producing the show. You'll be hearing from him throughout the show. And uh, and this will be the only show, we should say, where we're going to start with anything other than like directly into the sports. Yeah. That's kind of how we get down. That's why we're here, right? Uh, but we'll do the, the quick intros. You know Dennis, so yours will be shorter. Dennis Cox is mm-hmm. who you know from 99.9 The Fan. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly. I played football at the University of Delaware. I've given my connections to the area on, I believe, every different capital broadcasting company uh, outlet over the last two or three, four or five days. So I, I hope you've heard it. If not, I've got a lot of connections for, from my family, and I'm excited. I've been circling this market for a very, very long time, trying to get on the air at a station like 99.9 The Fan here in uh, in the Triangle. And now that I'm here, I don't really like the fact that we're starting with uh, intros. I, 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 I Honestly, I'm tired of introductions at this point. So I thought, you know what, we should we should restart this show, but do it kind of the drive with with Tim Donnelly way. So Dennis, fire up that intro again. The Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Breaks a tackle, Riley Leonard rumbles in for the touchdown. Off a of play action, here's Morris rolling end zone, caught touchdown, touchdown Lesane. May is going to throw. Down, touchdown, Carolina. Brady under pressure, and he's sacked by Brian Burke. His shot, they score! Yes, Burke Faust ends it! Carolina going to the conference finals! Buck Drive with Tim Donnelly on 99.9 The Fan. The moment that I was named the host in this slot, I've been diving in 100% into the Hurricanes and their offseason. And to start our show here, not just today, but to start our show as a show, my first reaction to the Canes offseason is that there might be a little overthinking going on here. The final step to to getting over the hump and, and getting to the final and achieving all the lofty goals that we all think they should be achieving Ready? This is where, you know, sometimes a fresh set of eyes can keep it simple. Uh, scoring goals. I mean, is, is it is it does it have to be more complicated than that? They allowed the second fewest goals per game last season. They allowed the fewest goals for game per game that the, the previous season. I would say your defense is pretty darn good. Right. I mean, at a certain point, you just have to kind of look at it and say, uh, I think we've won the game on that that side. Like we've we've beaten the game, right? Like like a video game. You've done everything you have to do. Especially when you consider there's there's been a rotating cast of characters on on between the pipes, right? And, and Dennis, I heard you talking about that last uh, last week. So what is the big move that they make this off season so far? Dmitry Orlov. Or that, I mean, making your strengths a strength, I guess, is is what they're going for. You you have a great defense, so reinforce the defense. I think you need to score goals. And, and, and I think defense is great, right? And defense wins championships. We know the cliches. You know the cliches. We all know the cliches. But they're 15th in the league in goals scored per game last season. I'm trying to keep this super simple on our first segment. Oh, yeah. You, you, you stop the other team from scoring goals, and you're middle of the packet scoring goals, and you keep knocking on the door of the lofty goals you set as a team to get through that door. 
I think it's easier to go from 15th to say, you know, 7th, 8th, 6th, somewhere along those lines and, and putting the, the puck into the back of the net more so than it is from going from number one to way further into number one uh, on the other side of the, of the ice. And, and Dennis, I have to give you credit on this one. We were talking about it off mm-hmm. air. You brought up the high danger scoring chances. Yeah. Which goes to show even further what I'm talking about. Uh, the Canes were second in the league in creating high danger scoring chances, which is an advanced analytic that basically says like good scoring opportunities. Yeah. Yet they're 15th in scoring goals. That tells me you need a guy, right? You you need finishers. That's mm-hmm. kind of the way to go about it, right? The the coach can scheme open to use a basketball as an analogy. All the open shots in the world, if you don't have a guy that's going to shoot a high percentage, you're just going to have a lot of really good-looking misses. So if the team and and, and Coach Brindamore and and the, the defense are, are setting up your attack to go get good looks and you're getting high-danger scoring opportunities, more so than darn near anyone else in the league, Seems like coming into this offseason, there was one thing they needed to do. Go get somebody to finish those attacks. Go get somebody to finish those opportunities. Go get somebody to finish those high-danger scoring chances. Especially when you consider, to look at that same analytic, they were first in allowing the fewest high-danger scoring chances on the other side. I look at it like this, and you're going to get a, a lot of analogies from me, right? We talked about this being an introduction, the drive with Tim Donnelly. Uh I like to, to cross-analyze. I like to look at how things apply from this sport to that sport, this part of life to that part of life. It feels very Bills-like to me. And what I mean by that is, A, the Bills are very good. Yeah. Right? It, it's not an insult to say you're the Buffalo Bills of, of the NHL. But also, they're knocking on the door of big and lofty goals. They seem to every year be a trendy pick to, to get over the hump. And they've fallen short for, for you know four or five years, whatever it's been. It also seems like there's one very obvious hole that they need to fill in their roster. And it's in the running game, right? Because in Buffalo, it gets cold. I don't know if people are aware of that. And at the end of the year, the games get colder. And you need to be able to run the uh, run the darn ball, right? To, to put it in like 1980s coaching terms. Yeah. Bill, Par- Bill Parcells will be proud. Yeah, exactly. Just run the darn ball. The problem is they're a high-flying, pass-it-around, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Josh Allen, and now they're adding Dalton Kincaid in the first round, a pass-catching tight end who is known for his lack of ability to block. Now I look at the Canes, and I'm going, I mean, Bill Parcells would be proud of the way the Canes play, actually, right? Yeah. Super physical, defense first, all those sorts of things. And I'm going, they have kind of one hole to fill. They need to find the guy that can convert on the, the high-quality chances they have to score goals. Yet they go get Dmitry Orlov is kind of the main piece of their offseason thus far. To me, they have one big goal this offseason. And it's been the same goal. It should have been obvious from the very, very beginning. Get whoever that is. And and Michael Bunting might be that guy as Mm -hmm. a diamond in the rough. But when you only have one goal, I feel like you shouldn't need to find a diamond in the rough. You need to find just the diamond. Right, just sitting out there, like in a jewelry store, uh, with with somebody displaying it to you on like that that I don't even know what it's called that black felt or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, telling you this is a gorgeous. Uh, every guy that's ever uh, bought an engagement ring knows that the three C's, right? Color, cut, and clarity. Mm-hmm. Carrot is involved in that. You learn it a whole bunch, and then hopefully you never have to learn it again. Uh, like it needs to be that obvious. It needs to be handpicked by someone that knows more than you, and that can be the piece that that settles it for you. 
Right now, the main defensive contributors on the uh, the main defense for for the Canes are Burns, Orlov, Shea, Pesci, Slavin, and Chatfield. Obviously, that's awesome, right? You're not going to find a coach that's like we have too much on that side of the, the the ice. But at the same time, relax a little. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much. There is such a thing as too much on the defense, especially when your offense is the part that I think you need to improve. Could it be Vladimir Tarasenko? Uh, you, you've been talking a lot about it, uh, Dennis. Maybe. I'm not saying it won't be, but maybe. I'm thinking they should have made a splash. I'm in favor of a bigger splash, and I still think they can do that. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and leave it like this. Up till now, I think they started their offseason with a one, one bullet point to-do list. Right? They, they may have had a longer one two, three, four years ago, but they've – how nice is it to cross things off a checklist? Feels great, right? They've crossed them all off except for one thing. So I'm going to judge them this offseason on their ability to get that one thing done. If if Bunting comes out and he scores a whole bunch of goals, I'll say, wow, they did it and right under my nose I didn't even notice. If he doesn't, I'll be saying, ha, told you so. I hope I'm eating crow on that one. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Rally, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. That guy's pretty darn good, Peyton Wilson. NC State, Wolfpack fan everywhere. Uh, pretty excited he's coming back. Now it's up to the offense to live up to what that defense can do. And Carter Finley. I'm Tim Donnelly. This is The Drive on 99.9, the premiere debut episode. And I'm in a, a, a strange place with, with Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback of NC State, in that uh, he might think I'm following him. Because my, my previous job, I covered UVA quite extensively, uh, and that's where he was. And the funny part was he transfers away. And as a, as a reporter, as, as a, like a, an analyst, you get, you get kind of bitter. Right, the transfer portal is like, well, what am I going to do with all this knowledge about Brennan Armstrong? And now I just, was it like one game a year now when he's he's the opponent? I'm going to get to use it. Mm-hmm. And then I get this job, and I'm like, heck yeah! Who wants to know about Brennan Armstrong? I've been following this guy for a while, so I show up here on 99.9 The Fan. We we have the, for those of you watching on the WRALSportsFan.com uh, live stream, we have the NC State logo behind me, and and we're ready to roll. Got to get out of the way. There we go. I know what Brennan Armstrong needs, right? And, and I know what he needs to be successful. And I think that's going to be quite appealing to to NC State fans out there, right? It's like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they do want to know what it's going to take for their quarterback to be successful when you're returning uh, off a season where you had the number one scoring defense in the ACC and you still left some change on the table when it comes to wins and losses. Now, the biggest compliment I can give a quarterback, and and as we get to know each other, meaning meaning me and, and the listeners, me and, me and Dennis, uh, you'll get to know that I'm a bit of a quarterback nerd, right? I'm a, I'm a bit of, of somebody who uh, 
you know, thinks probably too much about the position, played the position. I was like, you played it, so it makes sense. It's it's a gift and a curse, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I say, like, you can't watch games after you played, you know, college football the same way because everybody else just gets to watch the ball and have a great time, right? Ball's in the air, great mm-hmm. catch. I'm I'm noting where safeties are and things, and you just you can't turn off that part of your brain. Likewise. And it's <laughs> – it makes for an interesting uh, conversation with yourself watching a game like solo, you know, in, in, in the, the living room. But the biggest compliment I can give any quarterback, right, and all of my quarterback nerddom is that they're inevitable, right? But there's very, very few of them, right? That, what that means is no matter what you do, no matter what players are around you, no matter who's calling plays, you have an ability to just raise the level of the offense regardless, right? These are the Mahomes. These are the Bradys. These are the Rodgers, the the Lamar Jacksons, right? You just bring a certain level of talent that is going to exceed uh, expectations regardless. There's not many of those, right? I mean, probably named like 50% of the active ones just then. That's not Brennan Armstrong. He's what I call situational, as most quarterbacks are, Right? Situational means in 2021, he had almost 4,500 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions at UVA. He returned to UVA, and he had 2,200 passing yards, 7 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. And uh, that right there is situational, right? Mm -hmm. The situation changed. A couple players left, new offensive coordinator, new play caller, and, and the situation changes. His output changes. So NC State needs to do what? They need to recreate the situation that led to 2021's production as closely as closely as they absolutely possibly could ever believe to do. Well, first of all, Robert and I, big part of that, right? Like, like don't, don't get me wrong, offensive coordinator, he was not there the year where the, the production dropped off. But also, from a roster perspective, you need a bunch of competent pass catchers. The thing he had at UVA when he was operating at his best, and again, like I said, I was watching and I was studying, was four or five guys on the field, in routes, every single play, and he could just be the decision maker. Right? It, it, the, the, this is, again, my, my quarterback nerddom is going to show. But when people ask, oh, who was that play called for? Why did you throw it to him? My, my, my response was always, the quarterback doesn't decide who to throw it to. The defense does. Right? Yeah. The, the, the defense does. If the safety guards this guy, you throw to that guy. That's not my choice. Right? That's just following rules. Brendan Armstrong was very, very good at that. Now, he doesn't have Josh Allen's arm. Not many do. He doesn't have Drake May's arm. Not many do. He doesn't have Lamar Jackson's legs. Again, mm-hmm. not many do. But what he had was a very, very quick processing ability. Which is why, in 2021, he had five or six pass catchers with at least 600 yards of, uh, of receptions. He had two 1,000-yard guys. And yeah, I'm giving someone that was like a 990, the extra 10 yards. But he had 2,000-yard receivers. When Armstrong is at his best, he is controlling the game with decision-making. Send four or five guys into the route, and Armstrong will find the open guy when he is playing at his highest level. So... So, I mean, we can connect dots here, right? The logical next step is, does NC State have the four or five legitimate pass catchers? Keon Lassane, Terrell Timmons, Porter Rooks, and today, maybe my my favorite transfer of the entire transfer season, 
uh, news kind of kind of breaking, and, and he released it on his own Twitter. Bradley Rosner out of Rice, mm-hmm. six foot five, two hundred and five pound former high jumper, had ten touchdown re- receptions for for Rice last year. That helps, right? That that seems like hey, that's that's a competent pass catcher. Yeah, you want you know why he's my favorite? Why? He's he's darn near a decade in college football. Wait, really? This is his eighth year of college football. Is that even possible? Apparently, he's missed like three or four seasons to injuries and okay. just keeps getting waivers. He did three years at JUCO. I don't know if he played any of them. Ended up at Rice, played four years at Rice. Now he's coming to, to, to NC State with another year of eligibility. Now he's using his COVID year. He's Exactly. Now he's After cashing in a couple medical redshirt years, he's now going to the COVID year. Jeez. So uh, Brennan Armstrong was at UVA for a long time. He was. I mean, not quite eight years, but he, he's been in college football for a good amount of time. Now you bring in a, a wide receiver going into his eighth year of college football, which is, I mean, if you were in the NFL, that's like – Double and a half the expected career in the NFL. He should be on a second contract by now. He should be, yeah, he should be borderline to the point where, like, you want to trade him away in fantasy because he's getting too old in the NFL. You go into year number eight, it's like, ah, he's no longer the youthful guy anymore. But that, I mean, it'll bring some kind of veteranship, right? You'd expect him to kind of have his life off the field in very, very good shape. They have a couple tight ends, Penix, Tootle, a uh, couple running backs, Jordan Houston, more so than, than Allen out of the backfield making catches. But uh, you have to ask yourself this. When NC State puts their offense together and they combine a, a very wide array of just humans, right, from the eighth-year veteran in college football to the the incoming recruits that I know some, some are very excited about, uh, are there legitimately four 600-plus-yard receivers on that depth chart that you can send out into a route often enough to create the situation that Armstrong needs because he is situational. We learned that at UVA. If you put the right situation around him with the right play caller, who you would assume you have because you have the same play caller that he had during his best years in, in Charlottesville, is the rest of the situation good enough? That's what he needs. That's that's what he needs. And that's exactly what, what NC State brought him in knowing. Right, because nobody knows your quarterback better than your coordinator, and Robert and I, the coordinator, got here first. <laughs> so he's he's looking at the rosters, either saying a this is good enough, right? This is what he needs. This is this is enough, or he's saying we can bring in enough. And that is kind of what the 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 offense rides on. And if you think you have a defense that's anywhere close to as good as the one it was. Last year, and Peyton Wilson, a big part of that, a van up there uh, trying to get to the, the quarterback and the, the edge rushing, like that's a part of that. If you think you have anywhere near the defense you had last year, putting Brennan Armstrong in the right situation could be the difference between contending in the ACC and, and just missing out, which I know NC State fans out there are like, I'm tired of just missing out. And I agree. You, you should be tired of just missing out. Uh, by the way, my Twitter handle, at Donnelly Sports, if you want to react. You can also uh, follow at 99thefan on just about all social medias. We are live on Instagram at the moment, uh, and then I believe that will be uh, wrapping up here shortly, but you can always catch it on WRALsportsfan.com for our live stream if you want to watch. Waving to the sport the stream right now. You can see Dennis. You can see me. Put a name to the face of the, the new host. Everybody knows Dennis already. <laughs> 